Hello and welcome to the Encouraging Angels live stream. I'm doing something today because I didn't do a show yesterday. I was busy, 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 busy. And uh, I wanted to talk about, and first of all, welcome, everybody. Um, we are going to hopefully be doing more of this. Because of the times that we live in, we are in a time of universal deceit. And anything that you hear on the mainstream news is propaganda. How do I know that? How can I say that? It's because in 2014, the Congress and the Obama administration passed a law that said it was legal to propagandize the American people. You can look that up. Those of you who... uh you know, folks from the agencies or whatever. I want to talk today about someone who showed, you know, such bravery, such leadership that we need to recognize her for what she did and for what kind of leadership her life can mean today. This is, I'm going to read to you an article I wrote. I actually wrote this two years ago, uh, two years ago to the day yesterday. And it is titled, Martyred 81 Years Ago Today, The Life of World War II Anti-Nazi Activist Sophie Scholl Speaks to de uh, Today's Deceived Antifa Youth. And I found a nice picture of her, of actually of her bust, uh, that we picked up from Thought Company and we gave them credit. So this article, it originally appeared on the Encouraging Angels blog, February 22nd, 2022. And it reappears today to inspire the righteous. Even the most ardent World War II aficionados may have never heard of Sophie Scholl. Scholl, a young German woman who first rose through the ranks of the Hitler Youth as a teenager, became one of the most renowned anti-fascists in history. She came to the realization that all the hope and ideals wrapped up in the black flag which was the black scarf that the teenage girls of the Hitler youth wore. That gives you a nice warm and fuzzy feeling, doesn't it? Was just sand pouring through her fingers. She changed her life, and instead of joining in with the evil of Hitler, the fascist, banded together with like-minded students in the White Rose to give Adolf's war machine a big black eye. My prayer and reason for writing this article is to petition the youth of America and even the world who have been so overwhelmed 
with the propaganda of the totalitarians, represented and indoctrinated by your public school or local university, to renounce Christ, country, and conscious. That recounting the bravery of one university student eight decades ago would have those teenagers and 20-somethings who rally around the black flag today examine who and what is actually behind your movement and to exchange willing, wanton wickedness for redeemed resistance to the tyranny you are currently deceived by. Sophie's father, Robert, was a politician and auditor. When the Nazis came to full power in 1933, a young Sophie joined the League of, excuse me, the League of German Girls. According to the National World War II Museum, Sophie, along with most of her siblings, was an excited and happy follower of the National Socialist Cult of Youth. The teenager believed in the ideals propagated at the time. Similar to many of their contemporaries, Sophie was particularly intrigued by the focus on nature and communal experiences, unquote. And by the way, I just need to stop for a second and say, you know, I'm reading my article that is on EA blog at www.encouragingangels.org. And you can find that. That's the Sophie Show article. That's about... Uh, Oh, heck, two, two articles down. Very easy to find right now on, on Friday, February 23, 2024. Because, uh, in, in addition to being able to share this with someone, uh, you can also avail yourself of all the references I have in here because I have hypertext all through the writing, uh, to take you to support when I, um, you know, say something in here. Back to the article. So just as the school districts and universities of today indoctrinate students with totalitarian ideals and organize them, so did the satanic regime of Averbron's lover in post-Weimar Germany. Her brother Hans became a founder of the group The White Rose, which at the time focused on love of nature outdoors, as well as music and art. By 1936, the Nazis dissolved groups like this. However, Hans remained active and was arrested in 1937 with other members of the Scholl family. This left such an impression on Sophie and was a turning point for her transforming from a patron of the party to a brave resistor of evil. More from the National World War II Museum. Quote, When she finally moved to Munich to study biology and philosophy in May 1942, her brother Hans, a medical student at the time, excuse me, at the same university, and some of his friends had already begun to actively question the system. Does that sound familiar? Serving on the Eastern Front, they learned about the crimes committed in Poland and Russia firsthand and saw the misery with their own eyes. They knew they couldn't remain quiet. Starting in June 1942, 
They began printing and distributing leaflets in and around Munich, calling their fellow students and German public to action, unquote. Through their membership in the White Rose, a small band of friends, along with Hans and Sophie Scholl, had a monumental impact on the internal rhetoric of the wartime German mindset of the people, especially after the exacting defeat of the German military at the hands of the Russians at Stalingrad. The White Rose utilized typewriter and mimeography and marketed their ideals through direct mail to thousands of households through Germany. This target marketing included mail to influencers such as authors, booksellers, and university professors. They accomplished this through a network they built in different cities in Deutschland. Dear teenager and 20-something, please examine what has just happened in Canada with the lockdowns, the impediment of travel, the use of UN troops in the guise of unbadged police to break up protest while inflicting pain and suffering, and the shutdown of the people's access to bank accounts. Now, let me stop for one second here and say that this article is two years old, and two years ago, this was when the trucker protests were happening, this is what happened. So that's what I'm recounting here in the article I'm reading to you. Back to the article. This has happened before and is always the actions of a totalitarian dictator. You who currently rally under the black flag are doing the bidding of the monolithic authoritarians who have sown the seeds of your discontent. They have run a psyop on you since you were in school. They have organized you into what you believe are bands of anarchic agitators, when in reality you are the Hitler youth of the 21st century. When you throw a rock through the back window of a sheriff's cruiser, get arrested, and then, out of nowhere, a lawyer, paid for by someone you don't know, pays your bail and your court costs, don't you ever ask the question, who would do that? The answer is, apparently, George Soros the Ford Foundation, and the National Lawyers Guild, for starters. Let me stop for a second here. I have hypertext on all that leading to um, articles that support what's being said here. So, again, I encourage you to get a hold of this article at www.encouragingangels.org. Back to the article. You are not part of an indigenous movement in your town or city. You are being used by the satanic world oligarchs for their quest for world power, just as Hitler used the brown shirts to give muscle to the Nazi party to eventually take over Germany. And, as I put in all my writings, please consider supporting Encouraging Angels, would you? Uh, you can give uh, at encouragingangels.org. Go to the uh, Donate tab at www.encouragingangels.org, or send something to our P.O. box, which is also on the same page, the donate page. Back to the article. When the time comes for your masters and handlers to consolidate power, who hand you the black flag to carry, 
so that they can elevate themselves. It will not come about as you think. They will do so at the expense of all around them. You may likely end up as Adolf's brown shirts. Hitler had built a three million man SA, that's brown shirt army. They even got rid of the police. Does that sound like anything out of today's headlines? In order for Hitler to consolidate his power and consummate his evil plans, he planned a night of the long knives to get rid of those who were faithful to him as well as personal and perceived enemies in order for him to rise further. Quote, on the night of the long knives, many SA leaders were killed that were extremely loyal to Hitler. Some people had been killed by accident with the Nazis later uh, issuing an apology. Others, it appears, may have personal enemies of him have or may have been, excuse me, I think that's what I meant to say, personal enemies of Himmler and Goering. Both had fed Hitler with information on people that was totally fabricated. And this is from uh, the site All That Is Interesting. Totalitarians always rise to power on the backs of gullible people and broken promises. Please examine the geopolitical solution. Excuse me, let me start over here. Please examine the geopolitical situation like Sophie Scholl did in order for you to do uh, good before it's too late. From a White Rose pamphlet, quote, our current state is the dictatorship of evil. We know that already. I hear you object, and we don't need you to reproach us uh, for it yet again. But I ask you, if you know that, then why don't you act? Why do you tolerate these rulers gradually robbing you, in public and in private, of one right after another, until one day nothing, absolutely nothing, but the remains of the machinery of the state under the command of criminals and drunkards? Pardon me, I didn't do a great job of reading that. But that is from uh, a White Rose pamphlet that her and her brother and the others of the White Rose uh, distributed. Back to the article. Could not the same thing be said about what we just saw transpire in Canada? Again, I'm going back two years because of the trucker protests. Is it not coming to the United States? Dear high school university agitator, you brand yourself as an anarchist, but in reality, you have been indoctrinated by the education system as a communist. Interestingly, Antifa got its start in 1933 when in Germany, some, and again, this I have the, the link here, this quote, some 150,000 communists took part in illegal resistance. They drew on slogans and orientation of the pre-war United Front strategy, adopting the word Antifa from a last-ditch attempt to establish a cross-party alliance between communist and social democratic workers in 1932. 
unquote. And the link is there. That'll take you uh, to the support for that. It is always a dichotomy of some sort when seeking to divide and conquer. Democrats versus Republican, black versus white, and as today's tycoon despots have resurrected from the 1930s, it is communist versus fascist in the good old USA. Dear Black Flag Rallying Student, you have been told ad infinitum to rail against the fascists. That's because they turned you into commies at an early age. The same to, and by the way, I'm just stepping away for a second. You know, there's not really much difference between a communist and a fascist. The main difference is the communist is in a hurry. <laughs> they get to that total totalitarianism right away. Back to the article. The same totalitarians who pay your legal bill are the same ones who make sure that you starve when there is no food in the stores due to the trucks not running, shortages, war, hemorrhagic fever, aliens, or whatever suits their purposes best. Please stop working for them. A lot of young people feel like there is no future for them. You know, by the way, I need to just stop here in the middle of the show because I'm not doing this as a, a podcast. It's a live stream. Just to say that, you know, this entire show, everything I've said up till now and everything I'll say after, you know, um, Encouraging Angels does not give any type of advice. We do not give legal advice. We do not give financial advice. We do not give medical advice. We do not give personal advice of any kind. Please consult a professional in the area of your need or interest. And everything that I share is for informational purposes only. Okay? Uh, back to the article. A lot of young people feel like there is no future for them. By fulfilling the desires of the worldwide oligarchs, you really will have no future, only tyranny. As George Orwell wrote, if you want a picture of the future, imagine a boot stamping on a human face forever. If you don't want a boot on your face, you will have to stop empowering the foot inside the boot. Put a mass trap in the boot. This is a fight not between the communists and the fascists, but a fight of good versus evil. And if you are willing to investigate God through his son, Jesus Christ, versus our enemy, Satan, the devil. Jesus defeated Satan on the cross after living the perfect life to be the perfect sacrifice to pay for our sin debt through his death on the cross. Jesus rose again to give us eternal life if we confess our sins, repent, and accept the, the finished work of Christ on our behalf and Jesus as our Savior. And after that, I'm just interjecting here, you know, you need to abide in Christ. Jesus said, I am the vine, you are the branches. Without me, you can do nothing. And if, if you break away from Christ, he basically described you, you know, as a branch who broke off and died and is good for nothing except to be bundled up and burned. 
people will burn. You know, the old preachers used to preach fire and brimstone. People, by and large, do not do that anymore. But Jesus Christ himself basically said with that, that people will burn. And that means burn in hell, burn in the lake of fire. Don't do that. Trust Christ as your Lord and Savior and abide in his words. Abide in his words. If you don't have a Bible, you're listening today, you know, online, you can go to BibleGateway.com and just type in the search bar, John 1, John space, the number 1. And that'll take you to the uh, the beginning of the Gospel of John. In the beginning was the Word, and Word was with God, and the Word was God. Read the Gospel of John to determine for yourself if, you know, Jesus Christ is who he said he was. Okay, back to the article. Jesus gives us our freedom. Satan offers us lies to deceive, but in reality can only offer us chains. On February 22, 1943, Sophie Scholl was executed by guillotine. Her work not only lives on today, but it still lived on after her death during the war. The text of the sixth, sixth leaflet that the White Rose authored was smuggled into the United Kingdom where they were reprinted and dropped over Germany by Allied planes in July of the same year. Sophie Scholl started her young life as a Nazi. Then she saw the light and made a difference for good, knowing she could pay the price which she ultimately did. None of us know what our end will be, but if we will it, we can choose freedom. Freedom in this country, and more importantly, freedom for our souls. But that is something no one can take away. And that's my article. I hope you like it. Uh, again, go to www.encouragingangels.org uh, to pick up that article. You just click on EA blog and go to our blog. And it starts off, it's a second article right now, martyred 81 years ago today. And that's the Sophie Scholl article. Folks, um, I also want to point you to the article that I co-wrote earlier this week, um, which was titled Wargaming the American Apocalypse. First, acknowledge that there's an emergency. And, you know, um, even after millions, millions in this country have been disabled and died, estimates are somewhere between one and three million who died not due to a virus, but due to the jab. I've covered this uh, before. Uh, statements from Dr. Sherry Tenpenny and from Dr. Pierre Corey. Uh, we have support for that on EA blog, uh, where they, where they said that or wrote that. And from, uh, Dr. Betsy Eads, EADS, who mentioned on usawatchdog.com with Greg Hunter in an interview, uh, maybe three months ago or so. And you can find that on EA blog. 
that she estimates, and I think she was quoting someone else, but she estimates that worldwide, two billion people, that's with a B, have been disabled and damaged due to, not the virus, the jab. Jack Lawson and I co-wrote this article, Wargaming the American Apocalypse, first acknowledged that there is an emergency. When there are that many people down, you have an emergency. You have an emergency. And the first thing to bring in a, an, an emergency to resolution is to acknowledge that there's an emergency. But most people won't do that. They don't want to acknowledge what has gone on, what is going on. That these people have exterminated and disabled more people than in, I would say, than in World War One, and maybe we're, we're close to World War Two. But we don't know. Those numbers, like uh, Dr. Tenpenny uh, said it was 20 million, and Dr. Pierre Corey said 17 million. Those numbers are as of October of 2022. And so how many more? I think it's accelerating. People are sick, dying, disabled, and dead since then. So we must acknowledge that there is an emergency at hand. I really uh, admonish you to please go and also read that article. That's from February 21 earlier this week. Um, that's just about four articles down from the top right now on encouragingangels.org blog, uh, encouragingangels.org and then click on blog. Uh, yeah. And that way, and what Jack law, I co-wrote that with Jack Lawson. Jack Lawson has written civil defense manual volumes one and two. It's a 950 page resource. Unbelievable what he put together. And Jack, of course, has military experience and uh, has a lot of knowledge. And a lot of it came out in that uh, that article. And, I th and it was very well received. Uh, we had thousands of people view that article. And I encourage you to please go and do that. Um, I wanted to get this story out today about Sophie Scholl because I find her so uh, inspiring. You know, uh, she did all that while living in Nazi Germany. Uh, it's almost too much to imagine, except how close are we, you know, to that kind of situation. And so I also admonish you to please reread that article, look up information on Sophie Scholl. There's a, a couple movies on Amazon about Sophie Scholl. One of them is just really, really excellent. I mean, this girl did all that and then died by guillotine. That's how serious these people are. That's how serious they were back then. And I believe that's how serious they are now. We need to ask God for intervention. We need to ask God for help. We need to ask God for strength. And above all, we must commit our lives to Jesus Christ. Well, this has been the, uh, the Encouraging Angels live stream as opposed to the podcast. Again, just to reiterate, you know, we do not give financial advice. We don't give legal advice. We do not give 
medical advice. We don't give personal advice of any kind. And all this is for informational purposes only. Uh, please go and do your own homework. Consult a professional uh, in the area of your need or interest. And I hope that you got something from this today. Um, I just really appreciate everyone who made it here today. And uh, this will be up on the Podbean uh, listing underneath Encouraging Angels. So I look forward to everyone hopefully joining me next week. Uh, I think I'll do this again. We'll see how this goes. And um, God bless you guys. And uh, keep checking that at encouragingangels.org for information, new writings, new uh, updates and listings and articles on the blog. And check our uh, our podcast every day. We appreciate you. Thank you.